One, fire the coach. Two, replace the quarterback. And three, get rid of the GM. The Eagles tied. Tied. They tied with the Cincinnati Bengals in Philadelphia. Let's talk. I'll give you five reasons why they tied, tied with the Cincinnati Bengals. But let's talk. Let's, let's just go over the end of the game. First and foremost, your dumb shit coach has decided to settle for a 59-yard field goal when you got the ball at the opponent's 45-yard line with Two minutes to go to win the game when you need a field goal. Why is he settling for a 59-yard field goal, you ask? Well, it's because the quarterback absolutely sucks. He is fucking horrible. Sorry, I have to curse. I am going to curse. This needs to be said. I do apologize if ears can't handle it, but my inner feelings need to be released. Released. Third and seven. Third and seven. The coach runs a pass play. Now, here's the problem with this pass play that you called. There was no success nothing that was going to be successful about it because it was under 30 seconds now. And I think it was like 20 seconds when he snapped the ball or 25. So let's just say Greg Ward catches this slant and it was a poor throw anyway, but let's just say he catches it and he's tackled short. Now you're running your kicker onto the field and hopefully lining up to kick the ball. So what that tells you is at that time you had made your bed. You run, you, you know what you do there? You actually just Run and let the clock sink down and kick your field goal at the buzzer. Regardless, regardless, you settled for a 59-yard field goal. You shot the kicker out there and your dumb shit guard commits a false start penalty. Cut. Matt Pryor's done. You're gone. You are absolutely gone. You are freaking gone, pal. Gone. 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 I never want to hear your name again. Then, instead of trotting your broken ass, $30 million a year, absolutely worthless quarterback onto the field to try to attempt to convert the 4th and 12 so you can possibly attempt to kick another uh, another field goal to win the game, you take a delay a game because you want the puncher go out there and tie and the reason behind it will be, well, tiebreakers at the end of the year. Now, we actually don't need tiebreakers because we've tied somebody. Hey, dumb shit, you tied the Bengals. 
the worst team in the National Football League. Sorry, I apologize. No, not the worst team in the National Football League. The Eagles are the worst team in the National Football League. The Bengals are the second worst. And you already lost to the third worst, the Washington football team. You've played three games. Three games, two of which are the two of the three worst teams in the NFL, and your record stands at 0-2-1 because your coach played to tie the football game here today. <coughs> I'm literally choking. I can't think of a reason as to why you would play to tie a football game. And let me give you an example here. For all of us that that may have forgotten two years ago, where you're going to hear the people that say, oh, oh you, you do, you play to tie there. It'll help you with this, that, and the other. Well, one, those people are complete idiots. So let's just rule them out. Their intelligence is clearly zero. But here's why you don't do that. Remember two years ago, the Titans game? Eagles went down in overtime, kicked the field goal. Then they had the 4th and 15 play, the famous Corey Graham play, where the, the, they gave up the 4th and 15. Well, people forget later in that drive, from their 32, the Titans had a long 4th and 2. Long 4th and 2. Minute left. And you know what Vrabel did? 32-yard line, by the way, in a minute. It's not like there was like three minutes left. There was a minute left. So your chances of scoring usually from that point are pretty slim, right? Because, I mean, you need some time to go 30 yards. But regardless, goes for it. They get it. Third and 10 from the 10-yard line. Over Avante Maddox to Corey Davis. Mariota throws the touchdown, and the Titans end up winning the game. Could have took the field goal. Could have took the tie. But they didn't take the tie. They played to win. Sent a message to that team. And by the way, from that moment, from that game forward, the Tennessee Titans are on a infinitely better trajectory than the Philadelphia Shit Eagles because Doug Peterson is a loser. He is a horrible football coach. In regulation, when when the when Carson Wentz, and I use this in quotations, came up, and this is the quotations word here, clutch, because he did nothing to be clutch other than run finally, because thank God he realized he cannot throw anymore, so he started running the football. But regardless, on that drive where Cincinnati just showed you how completely atrocious they were by committing stupid penalty after stupid penalty, but regardless, he ran a play there with about a minute, and he called a timeout, and I'm like, you call timeout, there's a minute left, we're on the, the, the nine-yard line. The whole point here is to score with no time left because we're trying to tie the football game. You know right there where he could have went for two points to win the football game? No, 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 because this man loves ties. And to be fair, honestly, it actually worked out by kicking the extra point because our defense stepped up in overtime. And at the end of the fourth quarter, they were great. The defensive line was killing Joe Burrow, killing that kid. I don't know how he's standing who, by the way, is infinitely better than Carson Wentz right now. If you watch that game and think otherwise, well, like I said, you are an idiot and your intelligence is zero. So, killing him, killing him, Darius Slay, who, by the way, let's talk injuries first. Let's just go over the injuries. Deshaun Jackson, hamstring, off this team, done. Don't want to see you anymore. Don't need you. Don't trust you. Don't believe in you. Don't care about you. I'm done with you. You're done to me done to me. Every game, every play I have to worry about, if you're not on the field, I'm looking out there seeing Deontay Burnett. I'm looking out there seeing Greg Ward. I'm looking out there seeing Ortega Whiteside. I'm looking out there seeing freaking John Hightower, but I don't see Deshaun Jackson because his hamstring hurts. Gone. See ya. Peace. Done. Don't want to see you ever again. Can't deal with you. Can't deal with you. But I watched Darius Slay have his arm. It looked like his elbow was displaced from its socket and came back in to finish that game and battle his ass off to help us win. Well, guess what? 
We didn't win. And he didn't, I, and you know what? I don't blame him. But this guy showed some damn heart. The defense showed some heart. Fletcher Cox, the whole defensive line. Derek Barnett, I couldn't believe it. He was actually making plays. Now, don't get me wrong. Their defensive line is, or offensive line is one of the worst units maybe in the history of this league. Which, by the way, should be more concerning that we tied the Bengals. But regardless, the defense gave the offense multiple opportunities in that overtime. And if you remember to start that overtime, Carson Wentz tried to throw, I mean, he had Hightower on about a 15-yard in, and he threw the ball so completely horrifically bad that it was almost intercepted by that Bates, but it was such a bad throw that he even missed Bates. It would have to be about five yards short. Then he actually did make one unbelievably good throw, which I am sure people are going to grasp onto. They're going to hold. They're going to look up to God and hold on to that throw to Ertz. They're going to reach to the stars and go, that's him. That's what he can be. He can be that player. He made that throw. When in reality, he is absolutely God-awful horrible at quarterback. His best quality today was him being a running back. He was being a running back trying to get us in the game. And the reason that we stayed in the game is because, like I said, and I stated earlier, the Bengals are horrible. They're terrible. They are god-awful. They suck at football. They absolutely suck at football. Hence why they had the number one pick last year. Are they? Would I rather trade my history, future right now for the Bengals' future or the Eagles? I take the Bengals in a heart because Joe Burrow is the truth. That guy is a winner, and they will get better. But right now, they know that this season is all about building towards the future. And guess what? Their future is bright, while the Eagles is dark as shit. What you want to know the five reasons why the Eagles tied? Do you want to know why the five reasons why they tied? Tied the Cincinnati Bengals today? Well, hmm, let's think about it here. Uh, well, I got a spoiler for you. The top two are very, very easy. But I will go with fifth, and I'll give Deshaun Jackson fifth. Like I said, done. Don't want to see him. Don't need him. Don't care about him. I'm done with him. I've defended Deshaun. I've, I've told everybody, Deshaun Jackson, if he doesn't get hurt last year, that team's a completely different team. Maybe Carson Wentz's career's completely different because it seems like since Deshaun Jackson got hurt, he's just stunk, except for a four-game stretch where he fooled me and fooled everybody in the city of Philadelphia into believing that he might be something because, spoiler, he's not. He's not something. He stinks. But Deshaun Jackson can't be on the field, can't stay on the field. I'm done, man. I don't want to see it. I can't watch you anymore. Your best ability is reliability, and your availability is zero. Hamstring injury, hopefully, you know what? We might as well just list it as a career injury. You're done with the Eagles. I'm done watching you. Let the kids play. This team stinks. We're going to rebuild anyway. Peace up. Eight town down. Bye. Fourth reason why, hmm, let's go with Matt Pryor, because you know what, it was going to be a 59-yard field goal, but Matt Pryor is a complete and utter idiot. I've seen some stupid stuff in my day. I've seen people like Jaquay Parker jump off sides in that Buffalo game years and years ago on a fourth and one. It cost the Eagles that game on a comeback they were trying to make, but guess what? Fourth reason why they lost today, Matt Pryor, because he stinks at football too, and he's horrible, and I'm done with him. You can't. There's nobody in the stadium. There's nobody there. It's at home. You jumped off sides. We're trying to kick a 59-yard field goal. I would have liked to see Elliott make that field goal, really, and redeem himself. Because, like I said, I wake up in a cold sweat at least twice a week realizing that he came up short from 53 today. He tried it out today. He actually kicked one in from 54. I actually had to wait until the referees put their hands up. Because, again, I did not believe what I saw. I thought maybe, again, it could be short. This was even longer. Third reason why they lost, Howie Roseman. He sucks at his job. He's a horrible general manager. 
the the Eagles Super Bowl is officially it's it's titled it. It was a great season, a great team. They did everything together, but it was a fluke because guess what? The quarterback that won that Super Bowl, he took Chicago's asses back today. They're three and zero Chicago. They benched their two and zero quarterback, the guy they picked number two overall. Funny, familiar. Hmm, sounds funny. Sounds sounds like something with the Eagles. Who they picked two overall the year before? Oh, that's right. The Bears had the balls to say, "Screw this. We will not be mediocre." They took that shitty ass quarterback Mitchell Trubisky out. They put that goddamn winner in Nick Foles, and guess what happened? They came back and they won the game because he is a winner. Winner, winner, never convince me, never tell me the Eagles were better off with Winston Falls. People who tell you that are just these losers who live for analytics, who don't know shit about football. Carson Wentz stinks, stinks, and this is on Roseman. Roseman, we had everything to get. We could have got so much for Carson Wentz. We could have got the house for him. And, and people still think we can? Well, no way. Anybody who knows football knows this dude's broken and he's horrible. He can't throw. Can't, he's no accuracy. Really, walking touchdowns. But we'll go on to him. Like I said, he's uh, this is on Roseman, though. The team he's built. The, the, the decisions he's made. The coaches he's allowed. Uh, him and Lurie. They're three. Two, Peterson. Peterson, Peterson, Peterson. He stinks. He's horrible. He's a loser. I'm tired of watching him. I can't watch him coach anymore. He, he, his, his habit of being, like I said, Jason Garrett, he ain't even Jason Garrett. At least Jason Garrett's goal isn't to be 500 and tie. Uh, this is this guy's goal. He, his goal is to tie. Oh, the division's weak. So let's get that tie. We could still win this division. Fuck the fuck off. You think, we're, who, who the hell are the Eagles beating? You can't, you couldn't beat Cincinnati in Philadelphia with an offensive line that consisted of me and three of my friends playing the key crucial positions, right? But no, 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 they're playing for a tie because guess what? We might be able to beat Dallas. You, you can't beat Washington. You're going to beat Dallas? Wait, wait, hold up. You want to know who the Eagles' next three games are? This is awesome. This is a funny thing to hear too. Their next three games are San Francisco, right? Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Guess what those are? Losses. You're, so thank God we tied today. So instead of being 0-6, the Eagles will be 0-5-1. So when we go 0-15 this year, they can at least hold their hat and go, guess what? At least we're not the only other team that went, or one of the two teams that went 0-16. We went 0-15. Number one, Carson Wentz. And again, it also ties back to Doug Peterson because Carson Wentz should have been pulled from this game. He wasn't. He's horrible. He's got awful at football. He stinks at the, the sport. He stinks. He's got awful at his job. He's just not a good quarterback. Sorry. Spoiler. This is, this is no longer a debate. This is a statement of fact. Like I've said, he stinks. He stinks. He stinks. Miles Sanders on a walk-in touchdown throws it five yards over his head. The, the, the back shoulder throw to Ertz where he throws it actually 10 yards in front of him, giving the receiver an interception. The interception to start the game where everybody was like, oh, no, 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 it was tipped. It was tipped. They tipped the ball. I'm like, guess what? If they didn't tip the ball, the linebacker was going to catch it anyway. He had to hesitate. He had to hesitate on the tip. The tip actually almost made it not an interception. And by the way, the whole thing about getting the ball tipped at the line, isn't he 6'5"? Didn't he throw one straight into Carlos Dunlap's helmet on that tying, uh, the, the, the overtime drive where everybody's going to go, well, he came up clutch. Did he come up clutch? He threw the ball down the field twice. And by down the field, I mean three yards in the air. He threw one to Hightower on a slant that he caught and Greg Ward. He also threw two behind the line, one to Sanders that lost two yards and Ertz that was a no gain. The other penalties were he threw the ball down the field, wildly inaccurate, but pass interference calls were called, which were bullshit because the balls were uncatchable. But regardless, and oh, by the way, 
Also in this game, um, on a drive in the overtime where he threw the ball out of bounds on a fourth and, what was it, the fourth and long, uh, 19, where he threw the ball out of bounds to Sanders. Yeah, it was good coverage, but he didn't give the receiver a chance. The ball was thrown out of bounds because he's wildly inaccurate. He is not accurate. I will thank him for using his legs today. It's about time he'd started running because I guess what, his best ability is running right now. He has no abilities. He can't throw. He's inaccurate. He's broken. He's just not good. He does not see the field. He misses too many wide receivers. You look at the TV copy of these games and you think, okay, well, where was this? What was this? You don't see what we're still, what, what's seen. He knows the place. He knows where guys are going. He's supposed to know the coverages, but he doesn't. He doesn't know it, and he can't throw the ball. He can't fit the ball into the spots it's supposed to be fit. Do yourself a big favor. Watch Thomas Peterson's Twitter this week with the All-22. Again, I already watch it. If you can watch the All-22 yourself, then do it. But these guys at least put breakdowns down. Trey Thomas, watch their breakdowns this week. It's going to be comical. Hit the, the, the breakdowns of all the missed receivers in this game. You're, you're gonna, your mind is going to blow. You're going to think, holy God, yeah, you know what? Maybe I, I don't need to watch just what's on the TV because the TV copy does not show you anything anything in terms of what the quarterback's looking. You need the All-22. You need to see what he's supposed to look at. The Eagles should be 3-0. If their quarterback was competent, they would be 3-0. They're 0-2-1, two of which, one loss was to the Washington team, which is the worst team I've ever seen behind the Eagles, and then the second one is to the second worst team in Cincinnati that I've ever seen. They're horrible. The quarterback's horrible. And now we are at a point where it's. It, I'm done hearing it. I don't want to see him play football anymore. We learned, Listen, there, there's no scenario. You can tell me this, that, and the other. You could point at this. If you think this guy could be elite, you're absolutely batshit insane. He can't. Um, Aaron Rodgers would never, this would never ever happen. It wouldn't happen with a Drew Brees. It wouldn't happen with a Phillip Rivers. It wouldn't happen with a, 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 a I mean that, I'm making names up now. Really? These losses are all on the quarterback. Tom Brady, you think this would happen? Peyton Manning, you think this would happen? I'm going to the top. Okay. Russell Wilson, obviously, he's currently playing. No. You think this would happen with Dak Prescott? No. It don't happen. It don't happen with guys like that. Those guys are, you You could be average. If he was average, the Eagles are 2-1 and one right now. Minimum. Minimum 2-1. and one. Minimum. And that's me giving you a fact that average that they might have still lost that Rams game because the defense imploded. He's horrible. He's the worst quarterback in the National Football League. Stop, stop, stop trying to tell me otherwise. I don't want to hear, well, if he had a different coach, he might get better. I don't care. It's year five. The coach absolutely sucks. I agree. I totally agree. His job is being kept by the fact that in 2017 and 2018, Nick Foles put the shit on his back and took us to a championship. That's what's happening. We won a Super Bowl because our defense played one of the worst games I'd ever seen. Yet the quarterback put this team on his damn back and got it done. And know what I'm watching today? Well, all I had to hear is, he couldn't beat out Gardner Minshew. He couldn't beat out Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, no, you know what happened in Jacksonville? He did beat out Gardner Minshew, you complete morons. He started game one, Nick Foles. You know what happened? He got his collarbone broken, you dumb shits. Then he went back in, the team was dead, and name me one guy who's had a collarbone injury that came back and actually completed a season in, in any type of competence, because they didn't. Aaron Rodgers couldn't do it, um, that's why Tony Romo couldn't do it, it's impossible. Your collarbone broke. Guess what though? They trade him, Jacksonville. You know why? Because Jacksonville's rebuilding, and they figured, you know what, why don't we go with this kid Minshew and just see if we got something here. That's smart, and that's fine to do. You've already accepted the fact that you are going to stink. 
goes to Chicago. Oh, he couldn't beat out Trubisky. Well, hello, morons. Think about this. They drafted Trubisky second overall. Don't you think the Bears are going to give their quarterback every chance to have the job since they freaking invested so much draft capital into him, which they did. And guess what happened? They're 2-0. and 2-0. and they are not 0-2 like the Eagles. They are 2-0. and They're winning. And Trubisky actually had a great moment in Game 1 when he brought them back in that Lions game and won the game. And you know what Matt Nagy said? F this. This guy sucks. He's out. Foles is in. And guess what? Doing that got them a win. They're 3-0. and I promise you. I promise you on your life if Jalen Hurts was the Eagles quarterback, they would not be 0-2-1. I know it for a fact. I could absolutely get without ever watching him play. I just know in my heart there's no way. I've never I, Jalen Hurts played college football. He's never played at this level of bad. Ever. Ever. In fact, like I said, I don't know too many people that have ever played at this level of bad. He is the worst quarterback in the NFL. It's not close. You could tell me Kirk Cousins, and yeah, I get it. That's in a competition. But i actually seen Kirk Cousins win a playoff game before. So guess what? Carson Wentz hasn't. Carson Wentz is the worst quarterback in the NFL. You think you're going to be able to flip this guy because now the talk is going to be, can you trade him? Can you get rid of him? Can you get out of him? No. Guess what? You can't even trade him this year because you're locked into so much dead money. Dead money. Which, by the way... So the other teams have had to do that. Like the, if you have to get rid of a player and eat the dead money for one year, the the Steelers did it last year with Antonio Brown. The the Rams did it um, with freaking um, Cooks. I mean, and Gurley. I mean, really, sometimes getting rid of the player and moving on and just saying this is our future has positive effects. Carson Wentz cannot cannot be given the autonomy to be the quarterback anymore for the Philadelphia Eagles. It's over. I'm sorry. I'm done watching it. I can't stomach watching it. It's horrible. He's terrible. They are 0-2-1 strictly on main reason being him and his stupid coach and his stupid GM. Those are the three biggest problems on the Eagles. This team has no, like, again, they had a bad defensive day against the Rams. Absolutely, 100%. That was Schwartz's fault. There are going to be guys that screw up. There are going to be other players that make have bad days. It's a team sport. But the quarterback has been so god-awful atrocious that we can't even fully judge these other players because guess what? We could be 2-1, and one, and this is a completely different story. You're talking about, hey, at least you beat Washington, at least you beat Cincy, I get it, you lost to the Rams. And again, that's me saying Carson Wentz played average to below average to lose that game because I think if he played even average to above average, they would have won that game. So this is just me saying that he's playing instead of completely like a disaster of a human being, he's played just mildly bad. They're 2-1. and one. And guess what? It's a whole new conversation. Now you're saying, oh man, we're playing San Francisco, but they're depleted. By the way, they won today. What was it? 36? They beat the crap out of the Giants with their backup quarterback. Um, This is a massive problem because you're married to a guy. and, And it's crazy to think all of this happened. They gave him the big deal. They gave Carson Wentz all of this, this, this love. He's the future. He's this, that, and the other. And they did all of this because of what? Because of one season where the team was elite. The team was elite. I will not discredit him. Of course he played a part in it. He played really good. He went to Seattle and played horrible, but he played really good for 99% of that season. And guess what? We've married him. We this th- Nobody wanted to accept that maybe the Eagles are better with Nick Foles. Remember, we had this discussion last year. I've, I've had this discussion every year. Maybe Carson Wentz is the truth. And like I said, this asshole fooled the shit out of me at the end of last year with those four games because he played free football. And I said, you know what? Maybe Carson Wentz could be really good. Maybe his ceiling is high. Wrong. Fooled. 
done. Never would believe it again. He could have had. He could have brought the Eagles back and won this game today. If he did, he could have played perfect. And I still wouldn't believe it because I know what he is. I don't trust him. He's untrusting. He's not good. He's the problem. He's the main reason. He is the number one culprit. He is the number one reason why the Eagles are 0-2-1. He's the number one reason why they lost today. But he's the number one reason overall that they stink. And like I said, Peterson's right there with him. And then Roseman. They are in a three-legged race right now to see who wins this uh, the, the, the all-time complete disaster for why the, uh, the 2020 Philadelphia Eagles might go down as the worst team in franchise history. They're on pace. And don't tell me, well, they won't go down as the worst team. Uh, hello, they just lost to two of the worst. This was a loss. Don't fool yourself. This was a loss. They lost to the two worst teams in the NFL. And oh, by the way, elite quarterbacks, that never happens. Yes, elite teams lose. Everybody has a bad loss. They're 0-2-1. 0-2-1. To two of the, they, they played their soft part of the schedule. If you are under any impression they are not going to be 0-5-1 in three weeks, I don't know if you've watched a lick of football then because Carson Wentz stinks. Now guess what? Now we're going to turn the heat up. Instead of playing against practice squad defense like you did today, you're actually going to get a freaking defense next week that is fully competent. And by the way, on that five reasons why, absolutely. I I, I neglected to say it because I'm just thinking in the end, Jason Peters. Jason Peters was God-freaking-awful today. I will give him that. Jason Peters was horrible. He was horrific. He was so God-awful terrible at left tackle, it was embarrassing. In fact, at one point, I'm thinking they had to pull him out. And then he got hurt at the end of the game, of course. And Mylotta went in. It might be time for Mylotta to play. Maybe move Peters back to right guard. Because like I said, you're cutting Matt Pryor, right? He's cut. I don't ever want to see him play football again after what he did. So maybe just go with that offensive line. Again, now it's at the point where you could start looking towards trying to see what some guys got for next year. This season's done. This, this team is done. As long as Carson Wentz is the quarterback, you'll never win. Ever. Ever. He's inaccurate. He's not good enough. He's just not good enough. He's not good enough at his job. They had a guy, Foles, they got rid of him. We, we were so quick to get rid of him because all he did was win big games. All he did was win playoff games. All he did was win Super Bowls. I mean, really, even that following year, that team was dead after that cow, uh, that Cowboys loss. They were dead. Carson Wentz is back. Question, 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 question mark was broken, right? All I had to hear was, he's hurt. He's hurt. Okay, yeah, he got hurt all right. He was out, but he was never put on IR with his broken fake back. But Foles went in. We beat Houston, or, uh, We beat L.A. when a game that they had no chance to win. They go to L.A., they win. They beat the Texans. They beat the Redskins. Then they go to Chicago, and they beat the Bears, who had 12 wins, had the best defense in the league. And then they go to New Orleans and have a chance to win. And the coach, the coach, rushing the ball before the two-minute warning. And the ball gets dropped, and they lose that game. But they would have won that game because Foles was a winner. He was going to give the Eagles a chance to win, which I knew he would. But no, we had a rush to get him out. That had to be it. We couldn't have him here anymore. We had to go with Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz's ceiling was too high, even after that 2018 season where he was absolutely god-awful. Then he followed it up by being completely god-awful for about 75% of last year. Had a great four-game stretch. Had a great four-game stretch. Like I said, fooled me, fooled everybody. Nobody's fooled anymore. They have Jalen Hurts on this roster. That is the one thing here. I will never not believe the Eagles picked him to be a weapon. They picked him to be a replacement. They did know it. They had to know it. Maybe Roseman isn't as stupid as I think. Maybe he did see this. Maybe he knew this was coming. Maybe dummy-ass coach knew this was coming too, which will beg the question, then why is he staying in the football game? Why is Carson Wentz not being replaced? I saw Giant Hightower have a bad game. He freaking was benched, right? I saw him get benched. I saw Andre Dillard last year have a horrific first half against Seattle. They pulled his ass out. He was benched. Some guys get held accountable. Some guys don't. And I think that is terrible from the coach. 
This was an embarrassment. This is an embarrassment at a level I can't, like I said, comprehend. Oh, two and one with a guy you're paying $30 million in his ultimate prime at quarterback. He's terrible. His best plays were runs, runs. And by the way, he's not like he runs fast. I give him credit. He puts his head down now and he's running people over. Like he, I, I think he just knew in his head. God, I absolutely suck at throwing. I need to run and I'm going to have to run like a running back here. It reminded me like of Tim Tebow, the way he was running. And I mean that as a compliment. That was the one good thing he did. By the way, he did fumble the ball again today too. That was cool. Um, so think about this. In three games, what's he got? Three touchdown passes, six interceptions. Could be about 10 interceptions. But six interceptions and, oh yeah, that's right. He's fumbled the ball three different times. That's good football. Against, by the way, our weak part of the schedule. By the way, the Rams defense, it sucks. They gave up 35 to the Bills today because their defense sucks like I knew it did last week. Washington beat the shit out of by freaking Arizona. Then they got beat the hell out of by the Browns. Oh, guess what? The Bengals, who'd they lose to? They lost to the Chargers in a close game. Burrow played bad, but they, they a close game. Then they lost to the Browns last week. A close game. They came to Philadelphia, played their worst game of the season. By far their worst game. They played their worst game of the season. Their defense was terrible. Horrible. Poor Joe, Joe Burrow's getting killed. Their offense line's atrocious. Remember everybody had the, Oh my God, the offensive line was so bad. That's why Carson didn't look good against Washington. I you, I didn't hear anybody saying that stuff about Joe Burrow. And, and by the way, the line that we gave up against uh, Washington was 10 times better than the line that was protecting Joe Burrow today. Because Joe Burrow, the fact that he's walking is impressive to me. They might have to pull him, save that guy, protect him at all costs. He is their future. He's a bright star. He's going to be the man. I mean, I would have said right there at the end of the game, what do you guys want for Burrow? I'll give you Wentz, uh, Deshaun Jackson, who I never want to see play football again. Um, anybody else? Like, just take some guys here. Who Who else, right? Avante Maddox, take him. He stinks. I remember I was advocating him to be the outside corner. Man, he just gets worse and worse every year. Then he got hurt, right? He rolled his ankle. He really didn't notice much because Roby Coleman actually made a play. How about that? He had a terrible play in the slot. Then he goes to the outside corner there at the end of the game. He makes an unbelievable play on, on T. Higgins. Maybe Roby Coleman should be the outside corner, right? They'll go, oh, well, that one play. I don't care. There's too many guys. That, like Jalen Mills is just atrocious at football. He's playing safety. Like I said, I thought he'd be better there. Like I said, I don't know how much worse he could be. Well, these guys are proving me wrong. Maybe they're just bad. How about that? Maybe at some point you just got to realize these guys are just bad. You're just bad at your job. You're bad at football. You're allowed to be bad. You're bad. I'm violently embarrassed. This is a horrible day. This was a horrible game. This team is completely horrific. Next week is going to be a problem. Doug, don't worry. Watch the press conference this, this, this week. I can't wait for Peters. Well, you know what? Uh, we wanted to be tied, and uh, we felt that this gives us a chance. I'd be like, yo, dumb shit. You know who you're playing? Played San Francisco. You know what game they played in? They didn't play in the number one pick overall bowl last year. They played in the Super Bowl. Guess what's going to happen? I don't care if Nick Mullins, John Lynch, whoever, they can make up a quarterback. They're going to beat the crap out of the Eagles. And Carson Wentz, by the way, oh, by, oh, here's the thing. The Eagles have no turnovers this year. That's one problem. Oh, but we are a turnover machine. You think you ain't turning the ball over against San Francisco? You watch. Then you think you ain't turning the ball over against Pittsburgh? You watch. And then you really think you ain't turning the ball over against Baltimore? You watch. Freak of the week. How about this? Who was the best player on the field today for the Eagles? How about Greg Ward? Greg Ward had the touchdown catch. Catches everything that's thrown to him. 
I'll give Greg Ward it. And I'll give the defensive line too. Because their offensive line stunk, but at least the defensive line did their job. They pressured and hit the quarterback. They sacked him. Those were the freaks of the week. Those were the two only bright spots. And Darius Slay, coming back from his busted arm, played really good, made so many big plays. There were bright spots out there for the Eagles. There really were. There were some guys out there that showed some damn heart. Some guys that wanted this. Uh, the Carson Wentz Award, known as the Geek of the Week Award, goes to Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, those two guys, they are the two worst play. Uh, well, one's the worst player on the team, one's the worst person in the organization. Um, they're the biggest reasons why the Eagles are what they are. They both absolutely suck at their jobs, and I never want to see them ever again. They played to tie the football game. He played for a tie. The coach played for a tie against the Cincinnati Bengals. I hate him. I hate this team. I never want to see them again. I I, 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 I don't know how I'm going to be able to stomach watching next week, but just know this. Know this. There's zero shot they're going to give Jalen Hurts any looks because they can't do it because they're so married to Carson Wentz. That's bullshit. That is a wrong message. Well, the wrong message was sent when you you know you you, you accepted that you were going to be tied with the Cincinnati Bengals, but then you followed it up with another wrong message of saying that the quarterback will never be held accountable for his absolutely horrific play. He literally can't throw the football, yet he's staying in the game. This team sucks. We're not winning a game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is getting more possible for the Eagles every single day. Thanks for listening.